Welcome to the Wine and Down Podcast. This is episode seven with myself, Adam, and Alicia. Hi. Alicia, how are we doing today? Episode seven. Episode seven. Lucky number seven. Three more to go, right? Three more until the, <laughs> the rookie contract of you doing ten episodes is completed, and then we renegotiate. All right. Um, today, it is a gloomy Tuesday, uh, snowy all day, which yeah. is silly for it being this late into April. And uh, this is a snowy cold Tuesday that followed a depressingly sucky work Monday for me. So what better time to open a bottle of wine, right? Yeah. Now, the bottle of wine we have today um, is a varietal and a region that came recommended to us. Or we are obviously we've, we've heard of this before, but we wanted to try a Shiraz from Australia. But this came to us from your sister who's currently living there. Yeah. So what better uh, way to do our seventh episode than uh, a little a little family connection to uh, Australia exactly and uh, we won't go into exactly what it is right now we want to we want to go through um, a few more things first uh, but uh, as far as Shiraz is concerned uh, it's very synonymous with Australia um, well it is synonymous with Australia in the wine world and we'll get to that in a second here uh, but Alicia off the top what do you know about Shiraz that it's a red wine. It's a red wine. That is exactly as much as I knew about That's it. That's it. Does and anything that... does anything come to mind when I say Shiraz? No, except for Carly Watts told me that she likes Shiraz. Oh, yeah, your friend your friend very much liked it, and um, I bought a bottle of that wine for her the other day. And when I picked it up to check it out, the bottle or the the neck of the bottle literally snapped in half in my hand, and I poured <laughs> red wine all over our groceries. In a panicked grocery store line. This is true. Um, so anyways, our cauliflower was purple, and, and we'll get to that someday this week. But uh, here we go with another different Shiraz. That was a Canadian varietal. Um, this one is Australian, as mentioned. Um, and for me, there's one thing. I know it's a red wine, like you said, and, and that's exactly what I know about it. The only other thing that comes to my mind is Yellowtail. I know that wine variety, and I know the kangaroo on it. I know it's Australian. I know it's uh, it's a red wine. I know it's a Shiraz. Oh. That's, that, the right. picture in my head is that yellow and black label. So that's more than I know. So, But, but I mean, that, that's, that's literally the only thing I have here. So um, today we're going to be learning a little bit, not much. I, we just scratched the surface here. There's so much to, to go into, but just about what a Shiraz wine is. And uh, as I hover over this tab... You can see the title of it. This article is titled, Learn About Syrah and Shiraz, They're the Same. Um, So something we may not have known, I certainly didn't, was uh, that when the Syrah grape was brought to Australia, it was changed just by the Australians who planted it and and harvested it to Shiraz, uh, which makes a thousand percent sense when you think about uh your sister's nickname yeah so in australia they have a lot of different slangs and my sister's name is sherry but people call her shez so it's just kind of funny because they like to add zeds on it apparently right sarah shiraz exactly and it says it, <laughs> i mean cute. as dorky as this sentence is it says uh their, their pension for making many common words more fun to say like how they call barbecue barbie which is the most like stereotypical way to say Ships something on a bobby. exactly <laughs> I, I was going to take, take bets on who's going to be the first one to do an Australian accent. And that was a really bad one. I don't know how to do one. It just sounds like um, an excited and... Give it a go. I can't. I honestly can't. Give it a go, mate. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you two for two. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's get away from this quickly. Um, so so, so I, I haven't gone too deep into what a Shiraz wine is, but uh, it is from what I'm reading here. Uh, this is um, from vinepar.com. Uh, which sounds like wine par, uh, uh, winepair.com rather, which sounds like 
vine pair if you're a german so there you go vine pair exactly <laughs> wow look at you you're, you're hitting home runs with these with these accents um so it's one of the darkest red wines on the market uh and this article notes that it's darker than cabernet sauvignon uh and it's also not very uh translucent when you hold up to the light there, there's not much to uh to see as far as light going through the wine itself uh, and it's also uh, very mouth dry with a lot of tannic. Uh, oh, there's a lot of tannins in the wine, so that's something to sort of look forward to when we get to it. Yeah, um, to watch out for. Exactly, and and something you anticipate with a red wine, obviously uh, to a certain degree, but um, it, it seems to be a characteristic of uh, of Shiraz itself. Now, uh, the interesting part about this is that it is Syrah, the grape variety of Syrah, has one of the highest health level benefiting antioxidants of any wine variety so again our 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 dinner is followed up by a healthy dessert here there you go and i guess it's maybe because of the darkness of it does that make sense maybe the maybe there's more more from the skin and that's where the antioxidants come in that makes complete sense to me um this article doesn't break that down but it takes me to what i did want to talk about sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say this for all of you wine lovers out there uh this is just proof that wine is good for you exactly yeah You, you have you have another justification um, and the, the health-benefiting antioxidants, it took me to what I wanted to actually see, which is one of these probably BS lists about why you should drink wine and why it's good for you. Uh, and this one comes from wisebread.com. Uh, number one, good for the heart. If you're looking to reduce your risk of heart attack or cardiovascular disease, a daily glass of red or white wine might be your ticket to healthier a healthier heart. Uh, and again, this is all about the antioxidant uh, resveratrol. Uh, what sounds like an infomercial in the middle of a <laughs> in the middle of the day. Uh, white wines have high level of, of antioxidant tyrosol uh, and hydroxytyrosol provide similar heart benefits. Oh my gosh, I should really have proofed sounding out this. the. Uh, I can't even think of the word. Let he be who without sin cast the first stone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, improve improves lung function. So, um, University of Buffalo did a. Uh, did a study and it turns out the people who drank wine had healthier lungs overall. I mean, you can see how sort of uh, loose these yeah. studies are. And again, it's like people who love wine being like, no, no, it's good for you. I swear. Um, lowers the risk of cataracts. So it's an eye disease. But, you know, a, a 2001 study in Iceland checked it out and they said wine drinkers had, were less likely to get cataracts. So there you go. Crazy. A little bit of a stretch, I'd say. But. Yeah. Reduces the risk of colon cancer. Uh, colon, prostate, ovarian, antioxidant, antioxidants of a glass of red wine can fill your body with cancer-fighting properties. Um, a glass of red wine a day... This is a quote. A glass of red wine a day may re- reduce the risk of ovarian cancer by as much as half, according to Australian researchers. Huh. So that's that's pretty shocking. Uh, better brain function. This is one I have heard that, uh, like crossword puzzles, it can help ward off dementia. Oh. There you go. So drink yourself into a stronger memory. Love it. Uh, stronger bones. Uh, again, this is a 100-part list here. We're on number six. Uh, stronger bones. Uh, alcohol ups the body's production of estrogen, which reduces bone loss. Interesting. I did not know that. No. I thought it was only milk that made your bones yeah, stronger I thought it was calcium. Like calcium. Yeah. Exactly. Me too. Does I, wine have calcium in it? Mm, Probably not. That's, maybe that's for episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, healthier skin. So good facial cream and skin cleansers aren't your only options for reversing the effects of aging. Again, anti-antioxidants. I'm, I'm throwing an extra D in there for. 
um, reduce wrinkles and fine lines on faces. And just to confirm, is this if you drink it or you put it on your face? Um, in moderation, wine can improve your overall appearance. It doesn't specify, but I would certainly say it's probably <laughs> drinking it rather than uh, rubbing it on yourself. Uh, prevents tooth, tooth decay. Uh, steer clear of reds if you want to keep your teeth white. However, uh, red wine is a key to healthy teeth. It reduces the risk of tooth decay, stops the growth of bacteria in the mouth, hardens the enamel, and reduces gum inflammation. Something I've never heard because I've always heard just stay away from it. Yeah. No, that's super interesting. And lengthens your life. Now, this one is quite the claim. I know. I'm kind of just looking at you with like wide eyes here. Exactly. So let's. I'll read the whole thing here. It's two brief paragraphs. So with all the amazing health benefits of wine, it's no surprise that moderate consumption can increase your lifespan. In fact, quote, half a glass of wine a day can add five years to your life, end quote, claims a Dutch study that compared alcohol intake and mortality rates among 1,373 men within a 40-year time frame. Not a small sample size no. and not a small time frame. But I wonder um, if it was only men. It, it specifically was. <laughs> literally says men we i know have. but it'd be interesting to look at women like it does half a glass of wine a day only add five years to men's lives well and here's the thing maybe maybe it didn't maybe they didn't see the results they wanted in women so they just omitted that from the study well then that's bogus well not if you're a man <laughs> uh, and when compared to those who drink beer uh, an article published in the journal of thrombosis and hemostasis quote drinkers of wine benefit from its cardioprotective effects more than those who drink beer or other spirits and may also live longer end quote so there's no real data backing this up yeah 1300 guys that live in in, uh, the (laughs) netherlands live longer so what we can take from that is that this podcast will will continue uh whether it's being recorded or not just by me drinking wine to save my life love it um okay so um, what we learned is Syrah and Shiraz are the same thing. Uh, those wacky Australians giving it a fun nickname. You know what's interesting? You said that um, you got Carly, uh, the Ontario or Canadian <clears throat> um, Shiraz. Yes. And it, but it wasn't called Syrah. It was called Shiraz. Correct. Sorry, I said that wrong the first Shiraz. time. Shiraz. I, mi- very... I, mi- I mixed both them up. But... Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. Why? Well, I don't. I don't know what what could. Maybe have... they've just kind of adapted it here too. Maybe I guess like so. The sound Shiraz kind of sounds like pizzazz, you know. And um, this I, and this is a complete shot in the dark for me. But with the appellation rules that make certain things uh, or certain wines, you know, belong in certain categories, it could be the way that the wine is grown, harvested, or treated that changes it technically from a Syrah to a Shiraz. But didn't the article at first just basically say it's... The berries same are the same. The grapes themselves, the oh, fruit okay. is the same. Okay, that's fair. Uh, okay, so... Um, Should we talk about what wine we have let's today? Let's do it. Yes. Yes, please look away from the screen. Uh, the wine we have today is... It's Wakefield, um, and it's called Promised Land Shiraz. Is... Um, it's a 2017 from South Australia. Um, the bottle, I think, is super pretty. Um, it's a nice green... Um, and the label's white with a bunch of flowers with uh, outlined seahorse. Um, kind of just looks like Never Never Land or like a jungle forest with some pretty flowers. Um, there's also two little stickers on here. A gold uh, for the Berliner Wine Trophy of Germany 2018, the winner. Uh, and bronze for Shanghai Interna- International Wine Chal China 2018 winner. And there's a little ribbon at the top uh, by the cap that is the 50th anniversary of the winery for 2019. And this is a 2017, so a little bit of age on it as well. 
That's awesome. And it says vibrant, rich, and spicy. I'm excited to try it out. And to go on with that, do you want me, do you want to talk about the the notes it said to expect from uh, Shiraz, or do you want to try and guess them? Um, you know what? Let's change it up a bit. Let's look at the notes and see if we taste it. I like it. See it. Um, so berries, pepper, tobacco, and even smoked meat. Okay. And they said it's a very good foil uh, or pair for uh, a, a meat heavy dish. So, Which we usually find with reds anyway, but exactly, yeah. Um, so we've been decanting this now for about a half an hour. Half an hour. Yeah, just about. Uh, so we're we're gonna pour these glasses up here. Um, once we once we get poured, we'll do the the usual, and then we'll give it a nice sniff and see exactly what we pick up on the on the nose of it. But coming out of the decanter, it is it super is dark. dark, and it's not purpley. No, it, it's it's um on the red side. I, yeah. I think the uh, the Malbec from last week was more purple. But uh, this is much more red, and Alicia's licking the side of a wine glass to get the last oh, drop. Oh, no, I taste it. And she tasted it. Um, <laughs> okay, it smells strong. I can smell it. I'm not even sticking my nose in it. It's super strong. But it's very vibrant. I think I'm anticipating a full, full body, but it, I smell... I'm trying to think here. Like, mm. you, get the, you get the berries, but it's... It's almost a bit spicy. Yeah, and, and, you, and the bottle also indicated that as well, I think. And, and also with pepper in the tasting notes, Ooh, I think that's it, there. It smells peppery. It really does. It's um, it stings your nose kind of like pepper yeah. does, like that that like, almost sneeze inducing. Yeah, and not spicy in the sense of like a chili pepper, but Ooh, spicy in the yeah. sense that it brings spice uh, to the party here. It smells like something. I don't know if I pick up the smoke yet. I think that's something I have to get to, but um, it's very developed. And it, I I don't know what tobacco smells like outside of like a cigarette, and this is a smell like a cigarette. But like yeah. tobacco itself has sort of an earthy, rich, deep deep sort of tone to it and i feel like I'm, I'm getting that on the nose here yeah it definitely leaves like when i do a deep inhale it leaves my nose a bit tingly and when you do get the the berries up front there it's not lasting there's a lot more depth below the the e- sweet berry flavor because it's yeah. more dark berries and i'd i'd say rather it's i don't know if it's smoky that i'm smelling but definitely like the peppery or like yeah. there's a, something there that's definitely overpowering the it's almost berry. like it gets you like a cough yeah oh yeah so give it give it a good swirl on the table and then and then jump in like right into it with a big sniff and let me know if you get like a lot more of that hmm, let me try again it's it's weird it's a, a flavor i'm not really familiar with yeah it's a vegetal almost i don't know what that means like um <laughs> like leafy greeny almost like oh. there's something to it um okay it's enjoyable Oh, you tried it? No, no, no. The smell. Oh. Like, it's not putting me yeah, off. It's, it's There's not... nothing about the smell that's making me not want to jump in and have a sip. It's aromatic, but it's not perfumey. Like, I don't get many florals, I don't think. No, what no. What do you say? No. So, I think, yeah, I think I think you're getting a lot more earth tones or, yeah. or, or off-fruit flavors. Yeah. Which is good for us. I think that's something that we should be looking to pick up on. Uh, really? The legs are pretty good. I really um, like the color. Like, it's... 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 It's almost black if you catch it at the right spot when you hold it up. Like, I'm looking at it with a white computer monitor behind it. Nothing comes through. Yeah. Zero. But um, it's it's definitely more red than the other darker wines that we've already uh, talked about and looked at. A little auburn when I when I do the tilt test here and look at the color as it fades to the rim. And that could be just from it thinning out as a red rather than a, a more purple. But yeah. uh, a little bit auburn there, which makes me think it's going to have a little bit of a maybe funkier flavor to it. I almost get um, minty. But... I don't know if that's the right word. But I think you're on the right track with like, with like herbs and spices. Like it's it's very, yeah, there's something, it's, it's, there's a depth of the flavor to it here. Looking at it dead on, mm-hmm. you even pick up that auburn orange rusty tint there around the outside. Bit, yeah, there is a bit of rusty tint on the outside. Um, which isn't always bad, but also no. could could lead to oxidization. Um, it is a 2017, so when wines age, we, we learned that they do pick up more color or off red or purple color. Right. 
Um, but straight down, it's red. This is red all the way through. Yeah. There's no question about that. If you spill this, it will stain your shirt. What do you say? You want a drink? Yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers. First Shiraz. Huh. Wow. Interesting, because when I first put it in my mouth, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like this. But aftermath is enjoyable. It's different. You you taste it on the tip of your tongue first. There's a little bit of a flavor pop. And then to me, it just, from the top of my mouth all the way down, dry. Mm-hmm. Like It's definitely dry. This is a good indicator of if someone said, like, what's a dry wine? And you gave them a sip of this, that mouth feels what dry is. It takes it right down the back of your throat. And would you say it's a bit tannic? Like, it's a bit, um, it's not... It's almost a bit bitter. Yep. Oh, yeah. I think I think it's... Let me see here. Yeah. You get undertones of sweetness in in the initial flavor profile, but there's not much acidity, I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong on this. Maybe I'm missing it, but I, I wouldn't say there's a ton of acidity. Uh, and also, yeah, um, like it... See, I think it might be a... I get a bit of acidity. I don't okay. know if the acidity is like that burning. Like when I drink it, like I can still almost feel. I feel like that's the, is that the tannic? I don't know. And what was the tannic? Tan- tannic is more of that bitter. Yeah, which which that like undescribable taste. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, this is it's um, interesting, and you can see why it would break up a uh, like a meat heavy meat forward dish, like a steak or something. Or like a, a rack of ribs because if you do have that sweet aspect with it or that fatty aspect with it, which both the ribs and steak would have, this is um, like you said, like it's a it's a kick to like you just <laughs> your face there was awesome. Yeah, it's like a kick of correction almost to your palate. Yeah, take a take a drink and take in water at the same time. <laughs> oh my goodness, take in some air <laughs> instead. Oh my goodness, I'm on your page. Don't worry. Take in some air. It was like a whoo flavor. Yeah, do a good breath in. It was for me. It was like a punch in the face. Yeah, it really picks up. But and then opens the after up. is nice. It's not a harsh finish, which no. you think it will be when you're tasting it and because drinking it. Because it's kind of a lot at once. It all it all hits you up front. And I don't even know the flavors. Like I don't really get super berry. I think you get berry sweetness right away. The initial flavor. Take a sip. The first thing you taste, I think you get that fruitiness, and then it goes away with the dry. The dry takes over. Do you see what I'm saying there? Yeah. But but it it's hard to pick up because it doesn't last. It's no, gone. It, do, it does not last. But but what do you taste in your mouth afterwards? Is that where you're getting a little bit of smoke, maybe a little tobacco? Yeah. yeah. Spice like that black pepper <clears throat> linger. Yeah, I think I get a bit of tobacco-y, like almost like I don't know, Just hacking dirty, the dirt, <laughs> like dirt, like minerally. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, and also the lack of sweetness. It's definitely not sweet. Well, I'll just be wrong here. Um, <laughs> but the lack of sweetness, I think, forces you to look elsewhere for flavors than uh, blueberries, than raspberry. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, okay, what is a taste that I have that is not sweet? And I think that's where I can't, I don't, I'm not well versed enough to, to taste wood on wine yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what I'm looking for. Maybe that can be something for episode eight to actually look into what to taste for when you're looking for wine. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what? smoke. Well, this is yeah. all a journey of tasting yes. wine. <laughs> we justify that away. Um, but but this is a, a really good test in what is a non-fruit flavor to, to give to this because totally. it doesn't taste fruity. It doesn't taste fruity. But it's interesting. It's going back to the label. On the bottom there, it says vibrant, rich, and spicy. That that nails this. They know their wine. Yeah. 
It's uh, you want to drink vibrant more. because like the first flavor is like whoa. I, I want to keep drinking. Yeah, it's definitely a rich flavor, but it's not sweet. Like I get way more spicy, minerally. I don't know what. And it has the depth of flavor though that brings you in with the sweetness, and then is like, oh, stick around because you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Almost. Yeah, there's one flavor profile that's like on the tip of my brain, but I just can't figure out what it is. Tip of my brain has been a phrase you've been saying quite I a know, bit lately. Because it's not tip of my tongue. Because I literally, I mean, I guess that's the if you're about to saying, say it, yeah. But it, I can think about it, but I can't actually. Yeah. Should we cheat it. and look at the back? Yeah. Okay. Do you think it says? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, there's, there's so a it, scale. It, it, it gives you a scale. temperature to enjoy that. So 16 to 18 degrees Celsius. Um, the perfect. This was. Um, Ooh, alcohol percentage. Pretty high. I don't know what it is. I didn't look. What do you think it is? 13%. 14. Interesting. That's the same as the Malbec. Yeah. Hmm. What do you, you like better, the Malbec or this? The Malbec. Yeah. I think the Malbec is easier drinking. This, although this is. So I wouldn't say this is full bodied, would you? Because with no. the full bodied, we were getting a bit of sweet. We were getting kind of a bit of everything. No, I agree, and I think this has aspects of that, but not as full volume. I'd say the term that we heard in the in the, the documentaries we watched, medium plus. Yeah, where it's it's more than middle of the road, but it's not medium enough for plus full for body. what though? For the body, like body medium is that, plus body. Is that one of the? I don't know. Oh, okay, because I, to... I know for like acidity and all of that, like like sweetness, that's when you'd go like medium bodied. Okay. Um, okay, so let's, right, let's read back the back, back here. Back. You go ahead, you read it. Again, um, I haven't practiced this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Wakefield, Shiraz, South Australia. Something special happened the day we dug our first vineyard dam. Tiny fossilized seahorses were unearthed. A discovery that showed the promise of the land and its fertile soils. Today, these seahorses are proudly featured on our labels as a symbol of quality. This is a full-bodied, huh, wine with vibrant, spicy fruit characteristics and a long, satisfying finish. Huh. So fruit. We got... We are... We didn't nail this one. It also says long, satisfying finish. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Because you and I both said, like, we get it and then it kind of goes away too quickly. I get the satisfying and maybe long satisfying in the fact that you're not fighting with it afterwards. But... It's not, it's not a, it's not a, again, there's a pleasant mouthfeel to it afterwards and everything, so. Yeah, that's also a cute little story. And also, brings up what we were talking about before with um, the Ontario wines on the Niagara Peninsula having, uh, like being former seabed and ha- and that enriching the soil. Yeah. Same thing with this. They have seahorses and so clearly the, the land that this uh, Wakefield winery is on uh, was underwater at some point in time, which is cool. Yeah. It obviously shows the And I love that the they value. incorporated that into the label and, um, the fact that it's called Promised Land. Promised Land is kind of a cool name for the actual wine itself. Um, so let's try and figure out what okay. they said here because they so, said fruit. And we said that there was fruit up front, but it finishes, finishes um, like an, as an off food. It says spicy fruit characteristics. Like that's all one thing. So spicy fruit. What what would be a spicy fruit like, to you? Like a chili pepper is a fruit, is it not? Well, it has seeds, so I guess so. But it, I don't, this doesn't taste spicy like a chili. It tastes spicy like black pepper, which is, Not again, fruit. which is a fruit. It's like a berry almost. A, a ber- Yeah, it's like a berry that's gone. What's like a spicy? If you say fruit. I, <laughs> I was going to say fruit. I, I can't help you with a spicy fruit. I, don't, I like apples and bananas. Um, I don't know. Like, you get the spicy. You get I the wish fruit. I knew what, like, star fruit tasted like. Yeah. Or like dragon fruit. Like are those spicier fruits? Who knows what mysteries the land of Australia has to offer. True. 
That is that is true. Everything there's got a pouch and is adorably cute. <laughs> uh, Even their possums are cute. Australian possums are worth a Google. Yeah, honestly, like, not compared to our, like, freaky-looking possums. Like, they're definitely still in the rat family and the rodent family. They're gross, they're but... cuter. The Australian ones are definitely cuter. And then look up, like, a, a wombat, a wallaby, and a... Oh, wallabies are so cute. They're all, they're all the same. They're oh, all no. just different sizes. It's what like... Was... Oh, I saw one the other day. It was, like, a kooka, kookaby or something mm. like that. Uh, I'm not. I want to put myself. But there's also animals in Australia that you want to steer clear from. There's these birds that like fly into your head. My sister every season is like, "Oh, I have to watch out for these birds." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, moving on. Uh, Moving on. Back to the spicy fruit. Um, We have no spicy fruit in our repertoire here. No. Um, This is one that I will almost want to take a little bit of a note from when it comes to the Vivino. Uh, yeah, understanding that we, we or rating that we put it out there. It smells great, though. It really does. I agree. Like, I, I there's still that one flavor profile I just can't. <coughs> oh my goodness, you okay? I'm choking. Um, I just can't. Don't let that be a reflection of the wine. Um, okay, do you want to go to the LCBO and see what this cost? Yes. Okay, don't click on it yet. Oh, you know what it costs? I know what it costs because okay. I paid for it. Oh what do you think okay. it is? Where are we going? Um, I have no idea. I've never bought a Shiraz. I'm trying to think Australian wine. So it's an import, dun, but that doesn't really mean dun. much. I'm going to say sixteen seventy-five. Not that far off, fifteen dollars, right? Okay. Off. Uh, so pretty middle of the road. I I went to the LCBO again. By the way, I'd like to put an apology out there to all of the uh, middle-aged moms that I singled out in the first episode with shopping carts full of $300 worth of wine. I've gone to the LCBO during this crisis three times and spent well over $300 now. So if I was <laughs> At least as, you didn't do it all in one trip. But if I was as smart as them, I could have saved myself two trips. That's true. Um, but then we'd be drinking a lot more wine. Well, it's not a bad thing. It could save our lives. It's healthy for us. Exactly. Good for our teeth, good for our heart. Who what knows? Else? Diabetes. It, it, it specifically did thing. not mention diabetes. Yes, it did. Did it? No. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe exactly. maybe it's the wine. It was the second last one. Um, you skipped over it, and I wondered why, actually. Maybe it's maybe might need to drink more. Go up, go up. Uh, second last is 2-2K, oh, healthier skin, reduced risk of diabetes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did skip that one. Yeah. All right. It helps control blood sugar. There we go. Um, $15. So okay. um, let's read more about what so they say about the wine. The Wakefield Promised series of wines were created for immediate enjoyment. Oh. The Shiraz is soft and fruity with aromas of red currant, plum, and cracked black pepper. Okay. okay. I've never eaten a plum in my life. I, that's funny because I asked you to look for plums at the grocery store. You're like, I I asked them, I asked you if they were in season. You're like, I don't know. I've never bought one. Or I don't know what plum season is off the top. So you've never had a plum? No. They are good. Have and you had a currant? A red no, currant? We need to but, get currants. We're buying currants okay. this year. But I think... The plum is maybe the the flavor profile that I was missing. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know what to believe here. The palate is dry, agreed. Medium acid, agreed. Okay. Low tannins. Huh. Don't necessarily agree. With a medium weight body when the bottle itself says full body. Yeah. Look for flavors of dark fruits and cherry on a, uh, on a spicy finish, which we get spicy finish. We get finish. the spicy, we get the, the black pepper. We get the cherry up front. The dark red fruit. Dark, okay. If I knew what a plum was, perhaps I would have said that. Yeah, I think you would have. But you also haven't eaten a plum in Couple months. Years. years. Yeah. But I still like plums. Well, of course. Um, yeah. What do you believe? The actual bottle or the LCBO? Uh, the bottle's trying to sell you on it. The LCBO is telling you what they've got. True. But don't gonna... you think they usually, like, if I worked at the LCBO and I was creating this, I would definitely look at the back of the bottle to try to, you know... <laughs> Maybe the LCBO has like a Somalia that writes up these reviews. Maybe. I said up weird. Um, okay, Vivino app. Vivino. Let us go to the Vivino app. 
Um, okay, let's rate this wine. What do you think the rating is on it, by the way? I saw it. 3.3? Yeah. I'm going to give this a 3.5 because it is... Um, do you agree with that, by the way? Yeah. I, I do I do like this. For my first ever Shiraz, unless I've had it somewhere else and I didn't realize, I, I enjoy it. Very dry with medium acid, red fruit. Spicy finish. To start... And a spicy... It's definitely a spicy finish. Dry... Yeah. Finish with black pepper. Yeah. With black pepper. Off fruit flavors fill out the medium plus body. Great. We need to get you eating a plum. I'm... I, we need to get me a plum ASAP. Yeah. If, if anyone knows a plum guy, let us know. <laughs> Looking for plums. We're trying to... A limestone to lick and a plum to eat. And red currant. Red currants, black, black currants. Black Any currants. Know. Yeah. We looked it up. They kind of look like blueberries. Grapes. Kinda, sure. I yeah. Think. Maybe a gooseberry. Yeah. Maybe we just get a couple of weird fruits and veg yes. and just like try it just for the sole purpose of this and podcast s- and we'll have like a spit container like wine perfect so you have just a chew, bite chew, yeah chew, 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 spit. i don't want this, these nutrients get this out of here spit it out just flavor profile yes building i need we have a melon here i need to start with melon yeah this guy doesn't even like melon i'm pretty plain yeah <laughs> okay? but melon is pretty plain that's fair so and melon's a good one to add to your palate because people white wines melon. especially are very melony all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna eat a melon tomorrow and I'm going to update it on our Instagram. If you don't follow us, Wine and Down Podcast on Instagram. We post lots of pictures of our dog now uh, <laughs> who is sitting quietly behind us on the floor and is the third host of the show. His name's Gord. He's also our picture on Vivino now staring into the wine oh glass. Oh, my goodness. He's pretty cute. Pretty cute. Um, so, yeah. So, finish this Great for a dry wine to match with a meaty meal. Done. Okay. Uh, Elise, do you want to read some uh, breakdown of the... Whoops. Ooh. Oh, what did I get? What did I get? Just your explorer. You just read your first Australian Cabernet Shiraz. All right. So let's see here. What am I looking at? So the taste characteristics. It is super bold. So in terms of light to bold, it's all the way bold. Uh, comparing smooth and tannic, it's right in the middle. Dry and sweet, it's more on the dry side, which we agree with. Um, soft and acidic, it's right in the middle. So, I think that's a pretty fair assessment of that. Yeah, because it, because we did get some sweetness, so I, I appreciate the pullback on it being fully dry. Yeah, so let's see what some of the people are talking about in terms of flavor profiles. What's, uh, the, what's the most talked about flavor? Plum. Damn it! <laughs> we were not set up to succeed. Plum, blackberry, blackcurrant, chocolate, oak, and vanilla... Pepper, cinnamon, and eucalyptus. That's interesting. Uh, leather, earthy, smoke, sweaty. <laughs> okay. Sweaty, cheese, and Ooh, cream. prunes, prunes. I get prunes. I've never had a prune. Oh, we... Isn't a prune, prune a dried plum? I don't know. I think it is. <laughs> I really don't know. Lychee. Well, lychee, rhubarb, walnut. Huh? One, one mention. You can't give those people a spot. I could say it tastes like dog hair. They're going to put that on there? Fair. Uh, give us a couple. Okay, a couple so let's see here. Jonathan says, 
Good, solid, Clare Valley red. Difficult to go wrong. Nicely oaked, and by now, a good, smooth balance of fruit and tannins. I should probably drink the rest <laughs> of the case, though. I suspect its legs are telling me it's not going to get any better. Okay, so that was not helpful at all. <laughs> like I was trying to be a comedian on yeah. you. I, we kind of, no, we don't. It was fun. I laughed. It was funny. Okay. It's the wine laugh. Um, <laughs> any ones that are fruity, slightly bitter aftertaste? Yep. I'm sure it will subside once a few more glasses have been tried. And what was that person's name? Um, uh, double O. <laughs> double Drago. O, double O Drago. <laughs> okay. All right, give us one more. Hint of peppery spices on the nose. Mouth feel indistinct part from sense that tannin starting to mature from John. Johan. Johan. <laughs> let's pick, I'm not uh, good with those silent J's. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's I think let's let's leave it with that and yeah. let let's go to our own review. Are we gonna are we gonna give this wine as a recommendation to anybody else that's looking for a Shiraz? Honestly, I still think we're pretty too too new for Shiraz, but I enjoy it. I would recommend it based on my own experience, yeah. which is very limited, but I, I enjoy it. It's a it's a good cup of red. If I, I wouldn't cup glass. Come on, we're classy. Yeah, we're drinking out of plastic colored cups. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I would, but I would I would go in with, do you like dry red wine? If they're like, eh, I don't know. Like, okay, this is a dry wine. This is a good chance to try it out. Um, yeah, it's definitely not. Oh, whew, ooh, living yeah. on the edge with spilling wine. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's good, but I, I don't think it's for everybody. We both enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and I think that others will as well. But um, it's not one you're going to just... You're going to think about it when you're drinking it. Yeah. It kind of pulls but I, you away. But it's definitely, like, it has great flavor profile. I really like it. It's easy to drink because it's not too sweet. Um, but it is super dry. So if you don't like dry wines, then... It's not for you. Probably not for you, but it's enjoyable. All right. Well, does that con- that concludes our episode here. Our first episode into some Australian wine and our first foray into uh, Shiraz. So, uh for Alicia and myself. We say thank you for listening. Yes, and uh, you. until next week, cheers. Cheers.